Good morning, church. My name is Jackson, and welcome to another morning of daily devotions. It's so good to be with you, and I pray that you'll have an amazing, an awesome day, and a lovely week ahead. So I have the honor of uh, doing devotions this morning, and it's an idea that I've been thinking about for a while. And before I start with the devotion, uh, I'd like to start with a question, really. And it might be a touchy question, um, so don't answer it out loud. Just, just keep it in your heart. But I think it's a very important question to ask. I asked myself this question, and it wasn't easy to answer. So when lost... Did you talk to someone about Jesus or tell someone about Jesus? And there's a second question. The second question is, when else did someone tell you about Jesus? When else did someone come up to you and tell you about Jesus? And it happens at church. Sometimes it doesn't happen at church. But I'd just like you to think about that as I get into this morning's devotion. And I'd like to speak about the idea of attending versus toiling. So how to tend and what it is to toil. And I'd like to start with Matthew 28, 19. I'm not going to read the scripture, but um, it, Matthew 28 speaks about the Great Commission, our, our great call to purpose, about uh, going out into all the world and making disciples of every nation. And it's, it's a scripture that a lot of people know, but they find challenging to actually go and do that one. Sometimes when we're told to pray, told to fast, told to encourage, those are a bit easier to do, but it's, there's something about going out to a total stranger, someone you've never met before, and just telling them about the goodness of the Lord. So before I, I carry on with the Great Commission in Matthew 28, I want to double back uh, a little bit, or maybe I want to double back very far. I want to go back all the way to Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the light. He created uh, the skies. He created the sun and the moon, the stars, um, land, animals. And when he was done creating all of these things, there was the waters, the greenery. And he said, all, all these things are good. And then the master creator creates his master creation. He creates us. He creates you and I. And he looks at it and he says, this is very good. So God created us for his pleasure. He created us for his joy. And he created us from love. His love is the reason for our being. And because we were created with joy and for joy, we were created in an environment for us to enjoy. And what was that environment? Well, in Genesis 2.15, uh, it reads as follows. God put the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. So what's the joy? The joy is in us tending and keeping it. God put us in the Garden of Eden to tend and to keep it. That is in Genesis 2.15. God prepared the environment and he gave it to us to tend to. He made sure that everything was there. Then said, yeah. You guys tend to that and you keep that. But uh, then we, which is Adam, that's us, acts independently from God. And this creates a separation. So from that independent act, the man is cast out. And in Genesis 3.17, it says, 
Cursed is the ground, and toil you shall eat of it. So they moved from cultivated ground to cursed ground. So from cultivated ground to cursed ground, where before they had to tend to the garden, and now in toil they have to be in cursed ground. And this is what we see in Genesis two fifteen and sixteen. I just want to read two、uh, fifteen and sixteen again, and it says. And the Lord took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, "Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the one tree of knowledge and good and evil you can't eat." We know that part. But in Genesis three seventeen it says, "From toil you will eat." So one place you can freely eat, another place from toil you can eat. So this is where we go back to Matthew twenty eight verse. Nineteen, and and we see what is this great commission? What have we been commanded to do by the Lord? And it reads as follows: Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, till the end of the age. So the context is here: Christ has been the atonement of our sins. And through his death and resurrection, we are reunited with the Father. We can we can even think of it as being back in Eden. And once again, we are given a task. We are given something to tend to, an environment that belongs to the Lord. Because we even see it in、uh, Genesis twenty nine twenty eight eighteen. Jesus says, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth." So the environment that we're in is already Jesus's environment. It's already been given to him, similar to how Eden was something that God had created, and it was His environment, and He has put us in it. So when Jesus is saying "Go into all the world," He's saying "Go to the environment that I have control over." So sharing the gospel can either feel like toil, or it can feel like something we tend to, separated from Christ. And and it sounds weird to say this, but separated from Christ,、uh, when we share the gospel, that's when it feels like one of the hardest things to do, because we use our own effort, and you'd assume that no, since I'm trying to share the gospel, I'm really、uh, with Christ. But when we are in Christ, we understand that God first prepares an environment for us that already has fruit. So we're not going to share something new and to. To get it from the ground and toil for it to come out, but God has already prepped it. One person plants, one person waters, but God makes grow. So God goes ahead of us. In the wilderness, He led the Israelites. They marched around a wall; it fell. A shepherd defeated a giant, and Jesus says, "He goes before us to a place so that He can go prepare it." So the Lord is always going before us, and. When it comes to Matthew twenty-eight, it's a co-mission. It's not a not a me mission. It's not an I mission. We co-laborers or collaborators with Christ. He leads us. The work that we are doing is prepared beforehand. And there's a really great scripture that shares on that. That is Ephesians two verse ten. It reads as follows: For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand. That we should walk in them. God has prepared this environment that we shall walk in. 
So separate from God, the work we do is toil. In God, the work we do, we tend to with joy. Even your job right now, or your education, or certain relationships that you're in, uh, where you live, does it feel like toil? Or is God in it? Tending doesn't mean it will be easy. Paul was shipwrecked, he was imprisoned, he was beaten, but he wasn't God. Which is why you could always say whether he, had, he was in lack or in abundance, he was content because he was in the environment that he needed to tend to. So there are some hearts that God has prepared for us and we need to share the good news of Jesus. But the difficulty is when we try to toil in sharing the good news, but if we can be in the environment that God has set up for us. And that means first to communicate directly with God. What is my heart posture with God? What's my internal environment with God? And if that is uh, solid, then the environment around me, I also see God in it. And I know exactly where to go when God says go out into all the world. So I really pray that just encourages us to, to really think about and to really pray about this great commission that we've been given. To, to know that we, we've been in a world of isolation for almost two years. I know we were truly isolated. We had online church. We had uh, technology to help us through these things. And I don't think we should fear using technology to reach others. But there are so many ways to reach people. And it's a great commission. It's something that is great to be involved with. So my encouragement this morning is, is for us to, to heed that call, to, to tend to the garden that the Lord has placed us in and to put our trust in him, not into our own efforts, not into our own toil, not, not in the cursed ground, but into the cultivated ground that, that Jesus has cultivated, that, that he's prepared and that he has planned beforehand that we, we should walk in as he's walking in the cool of the day with us. Church, I pray that this encourages you as you go into your week. I pray that it just inspires us to always remember that God is with us until the end of the age. Uh, I'd like to just pray us off and um, uh, I pray that you have a good week. Father, thank you that you have given us an environment to tend to and that you have given it to us out of love, Lord. You've given us purpose, Lord. You've given us a calling, Father. You have not just left us to our own whim and to our own uh, ideas, Father, but you've, you've given us instruction. And this instruction is not to limit us, Lord God, but is to set us beyond our limitations, Father. You instruct us, Lord God, to go for the impossible because that's the only way we can get there is with you, Father. So I thank you, Lord, that we get to co-labor with you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that everything that we do, Lord God, if we walk in your word, Lord, you have already prepared it beforehand. I pray, Lord God, that your spirit leads us, Father, that we may listen to you, Lord God, that we may see you, Lord God, that we may experience you, Lord, that we may share our experiences of you, Lord God, to others, Father, knowing that our fellowship, Lord God, is with you. And when they fellowship with us, Father, it's with you, Lord. And our joy is made full. I pray that everyone listening right now, Lord God, has an amazing week and has a really, really blessed week, Father. And for those, Lord God, who are truly in need of you right now, Father, I pray that you meet them at the point of their need. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.